Hey everyone, this is Mike on the Mike DJ and Doc podcast. Welcome back to the second part of my interview with Mr. Garland Mays. If this is your first time joining us, you should go back to episode 15 and listen to part one. Hello and welcome to Mike DJ and Doc, the show that plants seeds for cultivating new culture. All right, welcome back to the Mike DJ and Doc show, where we're talking with a good friend of mine, Garland. And we're talking about church, prison, and the public office. So far, we have talked about, like you said, y'all bringing <coughs> church and family and different things. And I believe where we left off at was when you were you was rolling in, in the drug game and different things. And how, at this point in time, you had three children and you were staying with two, two children. And you stand with one of the baby's mother. And uh, you was doing all right. And... We know that, like I said, the uh, law enforcement, they knew of, in Joliet, not only you, but they knew almost all of the guys who was in this same arena. Oh, absolutely. Pretty much from top to bottom, they knew every one of y'all. So at this point in time, I know you mentioned that you was uh, convicted of a conspiracy of drugs, but you never got caught with any. Right. But did you ever end up going to jail or serving any time at this Oh, time? yeah, I, yeah, because I was also convicted of second-degree murder. Okay. Uh, there was an incident where um, um, some things happened over some over drug, a, a drug thing, situation that went bad. And, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, um, an, um, a, a gentleman um, was, was killed in the process. Mm-hmm. And so um, with that being said, I, I was— arrested and I was uh, arrested um and later on several I spent uh probably about a year in the county jail mm-hmm. and I ended up pleading guilty to second degree murder and mm-hmm. conspiracy to distribute cocaine mm-hmm. 22 years total 22 okay so what did you end up where did they end up sending you no oh, where did I where I didn't go <laughs> uh, well, from here you go to, straight to Joliet. That was the, the worst experience I've ever had before in my life. Mm-hmm. What is it like? Well, yeah, for some odd reason, I remember the first time I got there, they had a, a um. The first night I got there, they had us. Uh, uh, it was winter time, mm-hmm. and so they had us all. We just got off the bus, and they had. Uh, um, um, had us all lined up. Mm-hmm. And so it was probably about 15, 20 people or something like that line. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so sorry, they had all the officers out there, and I guess a sergeant, lieutenant, whoever he was, he said, I'm going to call out some names. I need you guys to step, step forward. So he called out names. He called out my name. I stepped forward. I'm still in shackles and chains, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And... He told everybody who didn't step up to step back two steps. So they stepped back two steps, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I'm on, we're going to show you what we do to, to to all these so-called gang chiefs that come down here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who is he talking to? Right. You know. And so they eventually had a strip down. Uh, um, they had a strip down uh, <laughs> to nothing. Mm. Uh, took us outside, made us take cold showers outside, mm-hmm. uh, 
and it came back. Didn't even have a towel to dry off on. And I mean, it was like cold. It was like cold. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and, you know, the guards, oh, they want to be gang cheese. Look at it. Look. You know, I guess they were trying to make a, a point with other people trying to, you know, don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, they, they, I remember they put me in a, gave me a jumpsuit. They gave me a jumpsuit that was uh, 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 shorts. In the wintertime. In the wintertime, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had, so I had a jumpsuit on that was in shorts and and uh, no socks, sandals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, dripping uh, wet. Dripping wet after mm-hmm. a cold shower. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready, I'm ready to fight one of them. I said, I can't whoop them all. I just want to whoop one of them. <laughs> and uh, so then they took me to the cell where um they put me uh they isolated all of us in the individual cells mm-hmm. and so uh they put me in a cell where it was uh um it was it was uh, feces and and urine had uh uh mm-hmm. i was in there by myself they someone spread uh smeared feces and urine all over the floor all over the walls mm-hmm. all over the mattress wow and everything like that and i remember i had like it was a roll of toilet paper in there, so I tried to clean up a spot right next to the sink, mm-hmm. and that's where I slept for probably three days, right three there days. in the corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I remember I, I was praying, I said, "Lord, you know, I know I don't." I remember I said, "Lord, I, I know I don't deserve it, but Lord, you get me through this. I'll never come back again." Mm-hmm. And so happened. Uh, uh, I heard a voice. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, and it sounded so familiar. And I got up and looked outside. It was Captain Cherry. We played football with Howard Cherry. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. I it was, it was Captain Cherry. And I said, mm-hmm. uh, I said, Captain Cherry. You know, he got by there. I'm yelling for his name. Mm-hmm. And and mind you, I have, I think I ate once the whole time I was down there. They mm-hmm. gave me a. They, had, they weren't even feeding us. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and um, and so uh. Captain Cherry, I said, Captain Cherry, he come to the job. He said, what are you, what are you doing all yelling? I said, you know who I am? And he looked at me. I said, do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. Because I went to Howard's funeral. Okay, yes, I went, I went to, to Yeah, I went to Howard's funeral. And um, not too many people from my area went to Howard's funeral because of everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I know, yeah. And I said, I said, I said Lieutenant, uh, Captain Cherry, you can't leave me like this. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me. He said, and he said, I know who you are. And he walked away. He came back minutes later, brought me clothes, took, you know, wow. uh, mm-hmm. brought me a big tray of food. I had had he had a big tray of food delivered to me. Um, and then he had me, you know, mm-hmm. cleaned up and and taken to a population, got me out of there. But it was it was horrible. Yeah. Wow. I left there, I left Joliet, and I remember I went to Mount Sterling. Mm-hmm. And when I got to Mount Sterling, a couple of weeks after that, because mm-hmm. they put me in a cell, even though they put me in a selling population, it was still snowing mm-hmm. inside the the building, the prison. Wow! They had knocked all the glass out, so you had to put a blanket up against mm-hmm. the bars because it was snowing uh, wow. inside the prison. And so I remember I got to finally got to Mount Sterling, and I was in the hospital for they admitted me to the hospital because I, I had pneumonia. Mm, okay. I had pneumonia. I said I stayed there another week. I probably would have died. <laughs> Man, I was sick. I was sick. Sick. Yeah. Probably had something to do when they 
did that stunt down at the Joliet. Probably. Well, no, yeah, no. When I left Joliet, I mm -hmm. went to Mount Sterling. I had pneumonia. I had pneumonia. Mm -hmm. I was, I was sick. Yeah, mm -hmm. it wasn't good at all. So, so how did that work out in Mount Sterling? You know, Mount Sterling went well. Yeah, it went well. There was no issue. The one thing I, you know, I was gone. I was locked up. You know, even though I was in this twenty-two years, I was able to get uh, um, um, good time. I was mm -hmm. able to good to get good time because we were uh, because of what how I was convicted. Uh, also, I w went to school, mm -hmm. you know, and things like that. Uh, end up getting my associates in there, um, and uh, a couple other things I got in there. They helped me get the good time, and so I, you know, I never had any issues in prison. You know, mm -hmm. if anything, I was the issue in prison <laughs> okay. because. You, if you're not careful, you, you can go back. You can gravitate back to the street life in mm -hmm. prison. Then I see. And so, uh, because of some of the things that happened while I was on the streets, it was known that I did that, and and and, and I was respected in prison. I never had a fight in prison. I never mm. had anybody disrespect. Most prisons I went to, and I mm. went to, I got kicked out of a few prisons. You got kicked out of a few prisons. I got kicked out of a few prisons. Wait a minute. Uh, let me, let me, I, let I me got, just think about that for a second. You actually got kicked out of the prison. I got kicked out. I got kicked out of Mount Sterling. What can warrant anybody to get kicked out of a prison? Huh? What can warrant? Uh, somebody saying, "Well, we we don't we can't handle you here. We got to kick you out." Huh? It was. It was Gang stuff. <laughs> gang stuff, uh, okay. Uh, gang stuff, uh, conspira and other cons conspiracies. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, under investigation, they have their own, you know, most prisons have their mm -hmm. own investigation crew. And, mm -hmm. and if you've been investigated for for uh, gang activity or mm -hmm. uh, drug trafficking mm -hmm. or things of that matter, then... They they'll send you on down the road. Okay, so in other words, they they feel like okay, the issue that he's causing, if we get him out of this one, he can go to the next one, and then yeah, let them deal with him. And let him deal. Let right. them let them deal with him. I see. Yeah. So I was kicked out of three, three prisons, four prisons, yeah, four prisons. Mm -hmm. So it 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 the reputation that you had built up must something been, had to be going somewhere. One time I was kicked out, I didn't deserve it, but I, <laughs> I did deserve it. One time I got kicked out, I did deserve it, but the other times, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably was. that one was a preconceived notion of something that maybe somebody unheard something and call themselves getting up yeah. head of the game. Huh? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't deserve it, but I, you know, I, yeah. I know you mentioned that you uh, went to school in there uh, and uh, you actually got a degree. Mm. So, I mean, would you consider our prison system some kind of form of rehabilitation? Or There's anything? no rehabilitation in prison. There's no rehabilitation okay. come through yourself. Okay. In prison, you around the some of the worst people you ever met before in your mm -hmm. life. You around rapists. You around uh, killers. You around mm -hmm. pedophiles and molesters. You around a, a group of people who would who would steal from their mother. Mm -hmm. You know, f you know, just to get a you know a high or anything like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But then you also have some of the best people. I, 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 I I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I've met some people in prison. I'm still good friends with. Okay, I've had I've met people in prison that's treated me better than 
than some family members. And we're still good friends. I was matter of fact, I was with a, a buddy of mine. We were locked up together. We were off 31st Street Beach. He bought a huge boat, mm-hmm. you know, the the uh, like almost like a mini yacht. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting up there just reminiscing. And and I hadn't seen him in a while. And mm-hmm. you know, but you know, and I got a few other buddies that I, I stay in contact with that's doing phenomenal. They're mm-hmm. doing phenomenal, you know. And 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 you know, and so. Uh, you know, prison is it, it's not for. Uh, there's no rehabilitation in prison. Now people are not going. Oh, prison is going to rehabilitate them. No, no, prison is just a holding. You're in holding pattern and for mm-hmm. the next stage of your life. If you get to that stage, I've seen people get murdered in prison. I've seen people uh, uh, <laughs> try to kill themselves in prison. Mm-hmm. Well, did kill herself. Yeah, one did kill herself. Another did try to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen some. I've seen people get raped. You know. Wow. Uh, uh, you know, I've seen some things in prison that that's that's not that's not. Mm-hmm. You know. Wow. Yeah, I've seen some and bad things in prison. Godly things, yes. No, well, it, but you know, you're in mm-hmm. a whole different element. You're in, you're in, you're in a nature. you you know, survival. Mm-hmm. And you know, and so that's where that goes. I tell you what, one segue away from the story and the whole that thought, because I'm I'm thinking of why do an individual, when they have been through that or been in a situation or an environment like that, and they have witnessed some of those things, why do they go back? Why do they go back? You're right. Why do they go back? Why do they well, end up coming and, out and, and then? And you got to understand that, that because it, you got to understand some people don't have that second chance. Mm-hmm. You know, some people don't have a second chance at life. You know, you, you know, it's just like, you know, the person who received a, who who has a bad heart and he receives a heart transplant. He has a second plant, a chance because someone gave him a second chance. Mm-hmm. You got some people who 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 never get that heart and they die and they don't have that second mm-hmm. chance. And so, you know, the prison was not set up for rehabilitation. It was set up to 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 be a money maker. You got to understand that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you have people who who you know, and I'm I'm not saying that there's some people who 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 in, in prison should never get out of prison. They should never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. But then you have some people who go back to their same environment. Why is that? That's all they know. Mm-hmm. That's all they know. You know, they mm-hmm. they don't know any better. You know, I know people who go back and back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, because they don't know. You mm-hmm. know, and 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 you also got to think some 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 institutions are brought out. The worst in people, you mm-hmm. know. There's a mentality issue. There's a mental issue. There's there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of different factors of why people end up in recidivism, mm-hmm. you know. And that's what it is, recidivism, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 my whole point was I was never going to give them a chance to ever put handcuffs on me again. But you know, you have that unfortunately. And mm-hmm. and and I've some of my own buddies that I went to prison with, they've went back a few times, you know. No kidding. But that's just where it goes. Mm-hmm. What I tell you what. <clears throat> so, at one point in time, like you said, you said you met some interesting people. Did you meet somebody in there, or did you meet any individuals in there that was able to maybe shed a little light on something yep. that you were doing wrong that could help you yep. see the light? Because, like you, you know, said, maybe everybody uh, don't get that opportunity to to run into that individual mm-hmm. that can speak into their life. You know who spoke? It was it was an individual that spoke into my life. And mm-hmm. and actually, if he hadn't have spoken to my life, I probably uh, would be 
going back and forth to prison myself. Okay. Uh, this man took me up on his wing, mm-hmm. uh, treated me like a nephew or, or uh, uh, almost like a son, honestly. Mm-hmm. And and I've been looking for him for the last 20 years. I don't know if he's still around, if he's still, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was Warden, Warden Scott. Okay. He was a warden. He was a black warden. Mm-hmm. And for some odd reason, uh, he gravitated to me in Lincoln Lincoln Correctional Center. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, let me tell you something, man. This man was, he was a true mentor. Mm-hmm. And and the thing, <laughs> he, he, he gave me free range now. You know? <laughs> he gave me free range to do almost anything I wanted to do, but, but as mm-hmm. long as it wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we would sit. Yeah, you know, you, you ever have somebody just sit with you and just talk to you, and walk with you and talk. And we would sit and do that, like man, mm-hmm. for his whole shift. You know, wow. And I'd be like, man, you know, and he just said, "You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay." Mm-hmm. And and Warden Scott, he was Augusta Scott. His name was Augusta Scott, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been looking for him, looking for him, and I can't find him. And uh, man, he was just a good dude, and. So he was a person that really just said, you know, and made me cl- it clicked to me, mm-hmm. Garland. You got it. You can You cannot come back here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was a he was a good good mentor to me. Oh, that's that's good because yeah. sometimes that's what it takes. It takes running into that individual in your life. Yeah, and that can that, reach you. They, and he reached me. He was you a know? mentor. And then one was a uh, another guy that was inspirational to me. He he was my uh, psychological. He was my psychologist. He, he was my um. Psych teacher, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, from Africa, and he was real. And you know, he, we used to sit, we walked the yard. You know, mm-hmm. after class, he would sit and talk. He was a great guy, but uh, uh, but Warden Augusta Scott was the person that mm-hmm. that actually made the light bulb click on me because in my mind, I was, I, I you know, I might it was either one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was a couple years uh, coming home and. So yeah, so yeah, that that that's good. That like you said, because you said he gave you free reign because he could trust you. And then the other thing about you know mm-hmm. you talked about recidivism is a lot of people don't have a family unit unit. Wow. You know, I thank God I I came home to to a family, you mm-hmm. know, that really cared for me, that that took care of me while I was gone and cared for me. A lot of people didn't have that man, mm-hmm. and so you gotta you can imagine yourself, man, not having that family unit to mm-hmm. support you and, and, and be there for you, man. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like you come home at night and you didn't had a bad day. You come home and somebody's there to support you. It mm-hmm. just makes your day feel a lot better. But if mm-hmm. you're coming home to stay at the walls by yourself, then it's, it's, it's cold. And some of those guys, they came home to nothing. They didn't come home to a place to stay. They didn't come home to a family. They, they had to get on the bus and mm-hmm. he was given $50 and dropped off at a bus station. And then, so they had to learn how to, you know, so, Mm-hmm. When when people say about you know people going now, and then some people just idiots. <laughs> okay, yeah. Some people yeah. just idiots. Some people just 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 love prison, and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you got you got to keep it real. I mean, yeah. Because like you said, some people like you said, no matter what somebody no matter, say, no matter what they say, no do, matter they're, what somebody they're not gonna do, change. they're not going to change because unless they they change their spirit, they have to change yourself, and, and then I and want see, to like change said, for myself from so. the inside out. And like you said, that's 
that can come by, like you said, running into somebody. But like you said, with this individuals, like you said, some just don't want to be near nobody that's trying yeah, to tell absolutely. them what to do. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's, that's just what happens. So let's fast forward. Let's fast forward to your day that you were released. Mm-hmm. And you was all the prison life behind you. And now you got a new chance to go back into society. Mm-hmm. What what is taking place? What what where's your mind at at this point in time in your life when you're getting ready to walk back into society now? Well, December twenty seventh, two thousand. Mm-hmm. That's when I came home, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, seeing my my uh, my mother, you know, my my kids, my my grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, and everything like that. You know, I, I and and you know, first person I really, you know, when I walked in my grandparents' house, I went straight to my grandfather, broke down and cried, and told him I'm sorry. You know, not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. I really, you know, when I walked in my grandparents' house, I went straight to my grandfather, broke down and cried and told him I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he said, don't worry about it. You go, you're okay now. You're okay. And I... I I had I must have cried for about a whole good ten minutes, mm-hmm. and and so you know I took the next because I've been gone eight years. A lot changed in eight years. Mm-hmm. I had took the next couple months to 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 really dig into, you know what I, what I want to do. I was you know looking for a job, but I you know I just mainly wanted to adjust, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh so I was about a day away from selling vacuum cleaners for Eureka. Really? Because I just wanted to go to work. I, okay. I knew I wasn't going back to the street. And the crazy thing about it, I could have went back to the street. I had I came home, I was getting calls and you know, people mm-hmm. were dropping off money for me, you know. I had a friend, um, he dropped off fifteen thousand fifteen hundred dollars for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he's like, Man, you know, I got this other thing for you. I was like, No, I'm done. He's like, I know I'm done. You know, I'm, I refuse to go back in that, and I could have went straight back in that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And that's what some people have done. They went. Mm-hmm. I took the money. Now I needed the money. You <laughs> took the money. I, I took heard the that. money, but I didn't take the other thing because I the the, the drugs because mm-hmm. I didn't want that lifestyle. And 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 funny about it, about I was uh, at an event with my uncle, and I I was introduced to this guy, um, and. Uh, uh, he was uh he told me he worked for a beer company and everything like that and and so i uh before I left there, I went back and talked to the guy, and I was like, "Hey, you know, can I talk to you like yeah, I said, "My name's Garland, and this and that mm-hmm. and and i and I really need a job he's okay he said, and I told him I was recently home, I was fresh out of prison and everything mm-hmm. I told him, and uh about a week later, I got an interview, and they hired me on the spot. And I worked there for 21 years. Wow. I was with Budweiser for 21 years. That, that was One a guy huge, that gave me a, a chance. That a break in your life. One guy gave me a chance. Yes. He gave me a chance. Sometimes that's all you need to To this day, I called my Uncle Mike. Uh-huh. I called him my Uncle Mike. He gave me a chance, an opportunity to, to work for a company, and, and I worked there for 21 years. Wow. That... 
that is wonderful. Yeah. Because like you said, that particular moment right there, yeah. that, that's that's a game changer. Game changer. Absolutely. I mean, for people that hadn't been to prison or whatever the case may be, but we know sometimes. It wasn't a game changer. It was just God was giving me favor. God was giving me favor. Amen. And so, you know, you know, I'm not going to say it was a game changer. God was giving me favor, you okay. know, and, and I promised God I wasn't going to go back to prison. So it was just, it was favor on my life. And so he granted me favor and gave mm-hmm. me a great job. And I had a great time working with that company. Great time. Awesome. I tell you what, we're going to take one more break here and we'll be right back on the Mike DJ and Doc show. Hi, this is Garland Mays from Joliet, Illinois. You're listening to the Mike DJ and Doc Podcast. Welcome back to the Mike DJ and Doc Podcast, where we've been talking with Mr. Garland Mays, the Will County Executive Engagement Coordinator. And where we left off at was you had got a job working for a company and you had been with them for like 20 some years 21 21 years so now as your life transitions again because what you are you still working with them are you no 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 i i I took a package and left that company i see um um but you know prior to that uh uh when i first started working with that company um i had Miss Ray, Miss Ray was one of the Miss Louise Ray. Miss right. Louise Ray, uh, she was probably one of the uh, uh, pillars in my life mm-hmm. to what made me get into uh, public service. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I know when she had approached me, she had wanted me to to run for a certain office, and I was just like, I'm not ready, Miss Ray. I not Miss Miss Ray was a powerful woman. Mm-hmm. And I, I regret that I didn't take up on an offer to run for that position at that time, but I just didn't think I was ready. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I started doing community service, mm-hmm. community service work. Um, I started participating in a bunch of uh, uh, non uh, uh, stop the violence um, uh, campaigns, mm-hmm. um, marches, stop the violence marches, because back, and, you know. It, it, there was a certain time in Joliet where there was a lot of shootings, a lot of killings. Mm-hmm. Um, I was involved in a ministry program. Um, every Friday, I would go down to the um, alternate school at Central Alternate School, mm-hmm. sit down and talk with the kids down there, mm-hmm. um, and try to turn their lives around. Um, so that's how I got started in, in community service work. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually became the uh, president, and I'm still the president of the Forest Park Neighborhood Council. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some of the largest meet, but meetings, you know, in that in the Forest Park area, which is known as the Hill. Yes, uh-huh. but I, I don't call I call it Forest Park because we changed it around. And, you know, we had some had some great people on that board uh, that who are no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy and Joe, we we fought with the park district. We redid Cutter Park, mm-hmm. put a basketball court in there, beautiful, uh, uh, helped put uh, the baseball field in there, along with Betty um, uh, Gavin, Councilwoman mm-hmm. Betty Gavin, and 
you know, and a few other people, the the, the coach for the Bad News uh, uh, baseball team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go out there, it's one of the most beautiful parks it is, and we fought hard to get that done. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and so community service was something that was just, I think it was my calling. I think it was my calling. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so yeah, so I, I worked with that company for twenty one years, and I think it kind of gave me the um, uh, um, knowledge to to deal with other people because you know in that business I was in, you know, uh, I I got I was promoted to for seven years I was a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, then the company had did some buyout things, and then I went back into marketing and sales, and so. Um, during that time, I became, and I'm still a housing commissioner for the city of Joliet. And I'm still mm-hmm. a commissioner. Um, I've sat on, uh, oh God, so many different boards for the city, mm-hmm. and um, I was even on, uh, yeah, for the city and for the county, um, uh, different other uh, throughout the county and um, mm-hmm. other uh, other boards. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so, um, so I was. Uh, after 21 years, I knew it was just time to go. Mm-hmm. And and once again, God shined favor on me, and um, um, I was uh, I offered I was offered and accepted the position of of community engagement for the entire Will County. Mm. And so it's it's been a hold on a second. Tell me what is so what does that all entail? What is that like? I mean, are you just the voice for different communities throughout Will County? Or absolutely, how? absolutely. So I'm the liaison to the Will County Executive, uh, Jennifer Patino Taren. I'm the exe- liaison to her office. So I see. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of different um, programs that uh, uh, we need to come out of the county. I push them out. I help push them out, and mm-hmm. I'm out on the streets. Mm-hmm. Talking to the nonprofits, talking to nonprofit agencies, talking to um, all the way in University Park, talking mm-hmm. to different mayors down there, uh, with the mayors and different townships. Uh, um, I've been from <laughs> one mm-hmm. end of the corner of the uh, county to the other end. You know, there's days she might, you know, she might have a meeting. She's going in a different direction. I'm going in a different direction. So mm-hmm. I'm representing for her as as I go. You know, I've yeah, that's know, quite a responsibility. It right is. There. It is. Uh, you know, there's been you know the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know the governor. He knows uh, me. You know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see you in pictures. I said, yeah. man, I grew up with that dude. Like, He's hanging out with the governor now. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, there's been times where she couldn't go for whatever reason mm-hmm. and. I've gone to those meetings for her, mm-hmm. you know, and um, to represent the county in her office. And so... Um, Wasn't you also just uh, elected to the, what, Joliet Township Democratic yes, Party? Yes, I was... I was, um, I was... Leader? I was nominated and elected to to be the chairman of the Joliet uh, Democratic Party, uh, okay. Joliet Township Democratic Party. So I'm the chairman for the Democratic Party in Joliet. So I... And see, now th- that just makes me go back full circle to one I talked about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. We talked about with your uncles, mm-hmm. how they was natural leaders. Right. 
Now that 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 had to pass down through generations here because, <laughs> like I said, everything that you being called osmosis or like, something. But, I don't but everything you being called to with favor on your life is leadership role. Yeah, you know, I, I, and I think that it's just it's just a testament of of people seeing that you know I really do this from my heart, you know, mm-hmm. and you know whatever God leads me to, you know, I'm going to follow. Um, you know, I was, I was, you know. Um, very fortunate to to um be able to 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 get my name out there and mm-hmm. it really wasn't even by you know I like I was pushing my name out there or anything mm-hmm. like that you know it was I was just doing the work I just wanted to do the there work I just wanted to help people and that's how it is still now I just want to help mm-hmm. and you know sometimes I even want to help somebody you know because mm-hmm. a lot of times are are you, these there's some people out there that just need hope Mm-hmm. You know, there's been times where I've 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 helped people when I've needed help. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 you know, and that's that's the thing when you can help someone else at a time and point when you need help. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 you know, God God favors that, mm-hmm. and 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 so um, uh, it's just been one of these uh things that where I'm just I, I feel blessed. You know, I feel overburdened at sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've had people who who've used me at times for mm-hmm. for for my uh, my voice. Mm-hmm. You know, I've 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 been beat up on <laughs> also by people who who look just like me and mm-hmm. think that uh, for no reason lied mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing, but I know where my heart is at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of things, like a lot of times, people don't understand. I, I most of the stuff I do. I do it for I don't do it for money. Mm-hmm. I, I do it because you know that's what God has on me to do. You gotta stand on what you believe. Yeah, yeah. God has it on me to help somebody, and mm-hmm. you know I'm you know one thing Betty uh, Gavin always said: be the change people want and need to see. Wow. Be the change people want and need to see, and and so I'm hoping that people see my life and say, you know, okay, you know this, you know I'm in I'm in a bad situation. I went to prison. You know, this it had never happened for me. You know, you can't think like that. You know, mm-hmm. you cannot think like that. You know, life goes on. You know, and and you cannot wake up every day with regrets and 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 mm-hmm. and, 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 and not wanting to 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 face up to the fact that life has to move forward. Mm-hmm. You got to move forward, and so I know that my life, you know, hopefully will shine. Um, uh, will create a lighter path, a, a, a lit path for somebody that's walking through a dark, dark, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, walking through some darkness right now. Mm-hmm. You know, if they saying, well, you know, if that, uh, you know, a little country boy from 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 mm-hmm. northeast side of Joliet, if he can be, if he can do all that and 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 been through all that and make it all out out, out all right, maybe I can too. You know, mm-hmm. and and so. That's all I'm trying to do, you know. I'm not trying to get rich, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to 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 you know uh, run for president or anything like mm-hmm. that, you know. I just I just I just want to help somebody, and and I think that you know um, you know this is where God has 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 placed you know placed me at this point in time in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, I I have truly enjoy your story. Mm. I mean, like I said, as a friend, as uh, 
a supporter of Joliet Will County, and even as an admirer of, of the work you're doing. Mm, I mean, thank you. I see that your story is still being written. Yeah, yeah. And and like I said, it's going to be a wonderful journey for you. And for I tell sure. you what, I, I truly, you just don't know how much I thank you for coming on oh, this man, podcast. No, and you being know, I want to thank a you. Part of this. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, and I love you. Um, love you're my you brother, too, man. man. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I never have a problem telling my story to anybody or anything like that. And when you offer me the opportunity to come on here to, to be able to speak, you know, I say, okay, I got to get over there and, 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 and see, uh, uh, Mike juice. Uh, I got to go see, <laughs> see Mike and, and, and talk to him. And, um, you know, um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, my grandfather said, you know, this, 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 the dates on your, on your headstone don't mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. You know, day you was born or the day you leave this earth. Mm -hmm. It's the dash in the middle. Right. That dash means a lot. And I'm like, why the dash mean a lot? A lot. He said, because that's what that that's what you did in between that time. What matters is what you did in between that time. Mm -hmm. And I think that what we do in between our time by helping others and and hoping others and mm -hmm. and and trying to change, fighting for our, our you know, fighting for our seniors, our disabled, mm -hmm. um, you know, fighting for our veterans who mm -hmm. who's, who've been online, who, who and given their life, fighting for you know, our young kids to, 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 to have more than just a, 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 a instead of having a rapper to look up to, they, they, they overlook up to a person that's, that's, that's striving to do things in their community. Mm -hmm. You know, we all, we live in a day and age right now where, where it's tough. We're going through a different time, much different time than you and I grew up. Mm -hmm. And so we need more people to, to get involved, to, to, to to have that heart of of wanting to to mm -hmm. change lives, man. Yes. And we can't just rely on just the churches, man. We we have right. to be, you know. The Bible says, "Go out in the hedges of the highway mm -hmm. and compel them." That's right. And 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 so we need to go out. We need to leave these outside of our our, our homes and churches mm -hmm. and, and these cushy jobs and everything, mm -hmm. and go out there and have these talks with these people. Oh. Uh, with the and 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 that that and hopefully that will save their life. You know, mm -hmm. we, you know, uh, I'm real passionate about this. My passion mm -hmm. is, is is you know, and I I was at City Hall the other day, and mm -hmm. the man and I we had it out because I, see, I think I seen it in yeah, the paper. He, we had, it was in the paper. <laughs> I said, oh, the they paper, put it in yes. the paper. Me and the man had had right. it out, and 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 the reason why we had it out because I you know I'm going to tell my truth. Right. I'm going to always tell my truth. I, you know, God mm -hmm. has given me this this ability to to be able to articulate, you mm -hmm. know, what is wrong, and to get, to be able to articulate and to understand the mm -hmm. problem. And and I'm going to tell my truth. I'm not going to hide it just because you think you you give me something. You giving me nothing. Mm -hmm. Man gives you nothing. God, man gives you nothing. It's God. God, mm -hmm. God appoints you to everything. Right. Man might be saying, "Oh, I'll appoint you to this position." No, you ain't gave me nothing. You mm -hmm. know that was God. God does it all. You mm -hmm. know, and I'm true, true uh, believer in that. So oh, yeah, He puts people in position for His purpose. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and He also will 
but you know mm-hmm. he will he will he will put your enemies in a strange place too man to I'm admire you your footstool. but um uh, and even worse than your footstool <laughs> i didn't want to but man i want to thank you for inviting me on here uh, anytime you want me to come back i, I really oh uh, we definitely gonna have you, you know, back. appreciate it and be able to get, tell my story and 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 hopefully what I hope though at the end of the uh, at the end of this if someone listens to this this podcast this 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 uh, ministry that you have because this is a ministry this mm-hmm. is a ministry that you have and then hopefully it reaches out to someone and it, it can change their life you mm-hmm. know and and, and direct them and so that's what I'm hoping for um, God bless. Uh, you as you're on your journey, and we'll see what what the Lord has for us all in the end. So, again, we want to thank Mr. Garland Mays for being on the show, and we definitely will look forward to having you back on many occasions Absolutely. to talk about uh, different things that we talk about on the show. Absolutely. And I thank you again so much. Absolutely, and I look forward to coming back. I really do. Hey, this is Dr. Sullivan, and as you all have just heard an awesome story of redemption, restoration, uh, purpose-driven, and destined. With all that, um, you know, as our brother has shared with us, you know, we were able to just glean all those things. You know, the power of redemption, just, you know, how a life that, you know, many would have thought was destined for failure. And many people probably would have wrote him off and just, you know, just because that's the reality, that's real when people end up in situations, unforeseen situations, uh, doing things out of ignorance, um, doing things to just fit in with the in crowd. Many times you become an association of your environments, your neighborhoods, you know, uh, your communities where you were brought up. And so, in the reality of life, you know, I mean, he fell. But the thing about it, you know, on the inside of him, he rose back up again. And he didn't give up on himself. And he was able to find his purpose. And however a man or a woman is blessed to be able to find their purpose, man, it's a beautiful thing. Because it's the power of a testimony. And people can get delivered and healed and set free by our testimony. You know, you know, when we tell our story about how we persevered, how we made it through, how it looked like my life was over. It looked like a failure. I mean, sentenced to 22 years, you know, but by the grace of God, because, you know, he connected to the spirit and, and found who he was and found his true identity. And his true identity wasn't in the streets. It wasn't in the gangs. It wasn't in the drugs. It, it wasn't into uh, a violent lifestyle. That, was, that, was, that wasn't his true identity. He wasn't purposed for that. You understand? And so therefore, his life was redeemed and it was restored. And he was able to find what he was destined to do in life. And it's a beautiful thing. And, I, and we just want to celebrate that and acknowledge that. And no matter what you're going through, there are many people that are listening to this in prison and, and in situations. And, in, um, you know, you just feel like, and all hope is gone. You know, your life is contingent upon your hope. You can't give up on yourself. 
you understand you can't give up on yourself you you are better than what your situation currently looks like and you know and if god did it for god you know he can do the same thing for you and your children and you know your family where your husband your wife and whoever because i mean we serve a god that is able to redeem to restore cause a man or woman to find their purpose that they can ultimately reach and fulfill their destiny here in the earth ramp. Hey, God bless you, and there it is. If you have any questions for Doc, DJ, or Mike, please go to MikeDJandDoc.com, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. New episodes released on the 7th and 21st of each month. Matthew 25 and 40, Good News Translation, The King Will Reply. I tell you, whenever you did this for one of the least important of these followers of mine, you did it for me. We leave you with this question. Am I helping at least one person? The Mike DJ and Doc podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments. Recorded at Audio Hive Podcasting.